It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! It's Friday! It's also game day! Here. here on the Ultimate Cleveland get Sports Show. Hey! We have a guest in studio. Are we allowed to just right off the top get to that? Bull? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let me introduce you to Baby Bull. Yeah, sit, sit, buddy. <laughs> they you got ready? a camera shot. Right. This, is, this is young Aaron. And <laughs> as you can see, He's nothing like his father. He's very shy. <laughs> what? So I, we've been having a small conversation here. G. Bush engaged him on Pikachu and all of that. Yeah, Charizard that was like speaking and, a foreign language. Yeah, no, so. we didn't know what was going on. But we can already tell the kids a really good kids, special kids, smart. And later in the show, he's going to give a final take. He is. I'm told. Yes. So he's I'm ready. That's something to look forward to. He likes Uncle Buck too. He does. That's that's your favorite movie. Well, that's his. He's gonna do. He did the a monologue from Uncle Buck for his play audition. Oh, and that's so right. He's, he's that's what he's he'll do today. He's right? gonna he's perform that. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, I can't wait for that. That's coming up later in the program. We've got a lot to get to today. Obviously, it's game day. Guardians and Yankees. Game two from Yankee Stadium. It's a 107 start. Mm. I don't love it. I'll tell you why I don't love it. We're also gonna give our predictions on what we think the game two score will be. We're going to hand out the Browns quarter pole awards. It used to be easy to do this. After four games, you were at the quarter pole. Yeah. Now that there's 17, the true quarter pole is the end of the first quarter of game four. That's true. Right. We couldn't no. do the awards then because the game was going on. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, of game five. Of game five, yeah. yeah After yeah, right. game four, the yeah. first at the end of the first quarter of game five. Yes. That's the true quarter pole. That's true. So we're going to round up a little bit. And we're going to give you some awards to this point of the season. And I'm surprised, the by the way. I said to Mike, I said three of these are going to be unanimous, and only one of them was. Yeah, I, I was surprised to that, too. I yeah. thought for sure two would be. Because mm-hmm. the questions to me seemed like these are slam dunk. Yeah, the MVP. I mean, I know who the MVP is going right. to be. That's not unanimous. Whoever is, That one is. Whoever that one is didn't, unanimous. Okay. Because yeah. that one, you don't even, I didn't even think about that one. But there was I another the one that I thought would, would be unanimous, but it wasn't. I, I did too. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm the guy that had the odd guy out. We'll yeah. find out. It was um, not you. So, also, DeQuell Jackson is going to be, he's coming to Cleveland because he'll be at the game Sunday, the, the Browns-Patriots game. Mm-hmm. I wish he was in studio. He's not able to come in until tonight. Um, he's going to join us, as he always does, from his home in, uh, in the D.C. area. And we're going to talk all things Browns, Patriots. It's our last preview, so we're going to get into that deep, uh, very deep. But first, I didn't want to lead here. I don't want to start here. I thought we were done with this, but mm-hmm. it's news. It pertains to our team and our quarterback, so we have to be on it. We have to at least talk about it. We are not going to go down a rabbit hole and spend <laughs> any right. more than we need to on this. But Absolutely obviously, not. you've seen the headline by now. A 26th lawsuit has now been filed by Deshaun Watson. There are some things different about this one. This did not 
go through the Tony Busby law firm. There is a different law firm that is handling this one. But a lot of the details sound very similar. Deshaun, according to the lawsuit, reached out to the licensed massage therapist. And that is different because as far as we know, most, if not all, of the other women were not licensed massage therapists. Right. This one was. She alleges that they met in a Houston hotel room, which I never understood. You're going to get a massage. Why are you going to a hotel room? That would be the first tip-off to me that something other than a massage is going to go down. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I have a place of business. Right. You come to my place of business where there will be other people. I just don't understand that. But anyhow, she went there. He said, she's, According to her suit, he was pressuring her to engage in sexual activity. She consistently resisted. Eventually, Aaron, plug your ears. I feel so dirty talking about this with a young child in the room. I really do. I, the whole thing makes me feel yeah, dirty. Yeah, But he, right. he finally... Um, persuaded her to perform oral sex on him. And now she said that she's she's suffering some negative effects from this whole thing. So she is clearly seeking uh, financial uh, payment for all of this. Guys, I, I don't even know. I mean, my first thing was, oh, no. And after that, I, I almost feel like I'm numb to this. And I think that's a bad thing. But, Bull, where are you? Well... If I'm, I'm going to be honest, as I always am, I, not that I don't have sympathy for any woman that may have been potentially taken advantage of. I don't know enough about the situation right. to know what the reality is. Uh, from a personal standpoint, I'm kind of sick of talking about this, right? I'm yeah. sick of the story. Um, to me, the story at this point, it, like, I don't. I'm not one of these people that's been saying, oh, Deshaun Watson's a great guy getting bad mouthed by these women. I don't know the reality. Only people that know the reality, as we said before, is Deshaun Watson and the women. They're the only ones that know the truth. We all can make our judgments. Do I think Deshaun Watson's a great guy? I do not. Do I think he's done the worst thing that's ever been done in football? I certainly do not. Uh, am I ready to just see him on the field no matter what happens at this point? I am. And I don't think this is going to affect, affect... Not no matter what happens. I mean, there would be allegations sure, that we could hear about. Sure. So, of what we think we know right now. Yes, what I know right now. He's paying changed. his price. And it you're changes nothing him. for me. He's had his penalty as part of the agreement. I know Tyvis actually retweeted this in our text chain yesterday, and I hadn't remembered this, that uh, 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 Mike uh, Garofolo reported um, back at the time of the agreement in August that if any other allegations come up, mm -hmm. As long as they took place before the agreements was signed, right. which is the case here, yeah. that they would, they could not, you couldn't add penalties. Right. So unless, <clears throat> and, and we should stress that the bottom line is he's coming back. Right, week 12. changes nothing it, unless we hear of something that happens that happened three months ago. Yes, then that's a you whole know, new ball then, game. But, then we have a, a big issue. But that's not the case because this, this is two goes years back ago. to 2020. Yeah. So, I, and, and and you're right, and I'm remiss. I I sort of buried the lead. I should have started with he's playing. Week 12. Right. Even I mean, based again, on this unless, new information. Not based on this, it, it, he's, nothing's yeah. changed. We didn't hear anything last night when this suit was made public that would lead the commissioner or anybody. And by the way, the NFL and the commissioner has a much bigger nuclear bomb on their hands right now Ooh, in the yeah. Dan, Dan Snyder case. Yeah. Dan Snyder Ooh. is uh, now he's he, denied the report. Right. But if you know Dan Snyder, he, he you got, believe this he report. He got his finger on the button. He's mm. saying. Play with me. 
You want to run me out? Yeah. I've got all the goods. I've got dirt yeah. on Goodell. I've got, <laughs> on and you know what happens in the mafia? You know what usually brings the mafia down? They do. The mafia. Yes. That's right. An informant. And, and I'm not Just calling the NFL the mafia. What I'm saying is there's a lot of things, a lot of secrets inside that circle. And when that circle of trust is broken amongst one of the family members, <clears throat> that family member is going to sing. At least, and at least, Dan Snyder. Yeah. If and and I believe him, I do. I, I have no reason not to believe this report. Oh, I bet he's got good he, dirt on Jerry he, Jones because they he, were buddies. He saw. Bull, I bet he has it on everybody. On everybody. He, he saw. And by the way, at he least has the, all the email. At least the mafia is honest about what they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least he saw what happened with the Clippers and Sterling. Yeah. He saw what happened in Phoenix. Yep. And he told himself, "I ain't going out like that." No. And, or if I do, I'm bringing others. Oh, oh you're gonna have to come hang out. And, with and the yeah, quote yeah. was, "Bring it all down." Yeah, like off. you always use the <laughs> appropriately. You said that the Deshaun Watson attorneys had their finger on the nuclear code oh, yeah. on the nuclear button because they could have forced discovery in other cases oh, yeah, yeah. that the no NFL question. does not no want question. going. And Jay, public. And Jay, that's the only thing that could bring them down is them. Like you got to think about it. That's how big CTE they are. didn't bring them down. Yeah. All of the emails didn't bring them down. None of these allegations. None of that. institutional racism. So, all that. So you and I, and, I, and I, you and I, this this is how we 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 hear it, right? I hear it. You know, I see the print and text in the story. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In slang language, he's like this. Oh, you you want to do me? <laughs> yeah, you, I'm about to pull you, up on you. you uh, I'm gonna pull me, up. Don't pull up. Don't I'm pull, pulling up I'll, on you I'll, first. I'm pulling up on you first. First, right? And that means that okay, you gonna do me? No, you're not gonna do me. I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm gonna do you. Last night during the Thursday night telecast, which again was like having hot oil poured all over your body, mm-hmm. watching nights, that two weeks in a two row. Two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. absolute trash. And but you had talk- to know it going in that that was gonna be a bad. Yeah, they got no, no idea. But, uh, and by the way, they talked about the low scoring and how it's at like a. It is that has continued now through. It, it, it yeah. has, but the, what, what what I found interesting was that Al Michaels, it, who's kind of in the you know Bob Costas went nuclear on yeah. the NFL yeah. and their CTE yeah. Yeah. and yeah. said I'll never take another dollar with an entity that's involved with with that. And yeah. now he does playoff baseball mm-hmm. for TBS. He does Major League Baseball yeah. stuff, and right. that's about yeah. it. Yeah. But so if there's a, an equivalent to him, it's probably Al Michaels, right. who's this institutional. Yeah. Icon who got yeah. run out of Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. by right, NBC. Right. Yeah. Now he's at Amazon. If he was with NBC, he never would have made the comment that he made last night during the air, during the during the telecast. Bob said during the game, yeah, Al, as Al, the, Al, 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 I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Al said during the game while they're showing Dan Snyder. He there's a report out that he's got dirt on the league. He he basically yeah. gave the headline, and then he said. I think it's pretty clear at this point, Roger Goodell and the rest of the NFL just wishes he would sell the team. Yeah. Sure they do. Yeah. yeah. They absolutely do. Of course. But Al wouldn't have said that 
if he was a 45-year-old broadcaster who had 30 years. No, right. no, no, no. Yeah, he right. knows, I'm at the end of my rope. You've already taken things away from me. He's right. a multimillionaire. He doesn't care. They can't do anything And I him. thought it was really refreshing yeah. to hear someone inside the league say what we all know. And, and well, here's the thing, guys. And, and sorry, Brad, but, but you know, G mentioned our text chain about what Bernie said yesterday about the NFL. Like, they, they're just waiting, waiting for, for us to, to die. die. Right? Think about it. If you read about this Dan Snyder stuff, the thing that the other owners are most mad about is not the all the inappropriate behavior there. It's not the losing. It's that they couldn't get a new stadium. That's what they You're care right. about most because they want money. They want stadiums. That's all those guys care about yeah. is the bottom line. That's, it. That's all. And that doesn't mean all 32 of them are bad guys. There's right. probably some good guys in the group or at least somewhat good guys. Right. But by and large, all they care about is dollars. They don't care about any of these. They care about when they make their decisions, it's all about what's going to make us more money or what's going to cost us more money. That's it. To that point, yeah. in a world where one wrong move by the top dog can yeah. get you canceled and fired, when Ray Rice came out, the, the video, yeah. I read a long, lengthy piece. I think it may have been the Wall Street Journal. Someone wrote an op-ed that basically the entire thrust of the piece was any other corporation in America the top guy is gone because remember the commissioner gave yeah. Ray a slap on the wrist right. then right. we saw the video of him actually physically knocking his wife out yeah. in the elevator and America was outraged right. and the the piece basically opined that any other corporation the CEO that gave this employee cover is gone the reason they didn't make the decision in that moment, and you'll remember his butt was in a sling. Yeah. There were those that were screaming for his job. Ultimately, the 32 owners decided, we're making money, and we're it's doing it because it's, it's, he's the guy. Yeah, right. So, never get rid so, of so not, let's not, not upset the apple cart. That's right. This too shall pass. Yeah. It did. It always does. And there's Roger riding high yeah. when in reality, any other corporation, he's gone long ago. Go ahead, McNuggets. I have... One thing I want to add to the Dan Snyder thing, then I want to ask G a question, then we'll move on and we'll wrap up this Well, Brad, Brad hasn't really gotten a good yeah. comment in. Those two can get in. But yeah. the quote from the article yesterday that stood out, and this is a direct quote from Seth Wickersham's article, quote, the NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other. The response, that's not true, one veteran owner says. All the owners hate Dan. Mm. Which, in that whole 10,000-word article, those two lines. I didn't out. read that. Right that's here. interesting. Here. Stop. All the, that's not true. All the owners hate Dan. Back to the Watson thing, though, G, real quick. You put in the text chat last night. The timing of this was not surprising to you whatsoever. You want to elaborate on why you're not surprised oh. at the timing of these new allegations? Well, you know, before we get to Brad, um, I, this, ain't, this, ain't, this was all part of the game plan. Like, you know, when you – when he was ready to get back into keep, the building, keep coming. He was like keep back coming. in the building, and now the pivot is, oh, let's go ahead and drip and slow drip this thing out. Now there's more people because here's the reality: if you, if that if they was doing these allegations right, if they wanted these allegations and, and they were forthright about what they really wanted to do and come forward, he's been gone for what, what, dang near two months? Yeah, they could have came out. Month one one month ago, they could have came out four weeks ago. G. Bush, they could have come out a year ago. A when year this ago, story came out. What my biggest problem with this, and if she is actually a victim, I feel horrible for her and everything she's gone yeah. through. But here is the one thing I just don't understand. You knew this was going on for a year. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Why? Why? 
why are you do why now? Yeah, it, it just it, to me it was this is and my thing is like this man. I, I the way I feel about it is I'm not going to drag. I don't know if they feel like they're going to just drag it on and keep dragging them and keep dragging it in, in, in this in this country. You've already said he served his punishment at the end of the day. Everybody who does something wrong has a punishment. They deliver what they need to do to deliverables. I, I don't we don't know what he's done, but 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 part of his mandate was to go get counseling and do all these other different things. That's the only thing that's going to stop him from playing. That's it. Is he not following the counseling? You know what? And is the, he is there anything he's still doing but, now that gets brought up? That's do it. you guys think, though, that because I thought about this, the league ultimately will have to rubber stamp his coming back on the field yes. because there were stipulations. I think the biggest problem that he faces now is because this is still in the news cycle and it didn't go away, it might not be so they might not be so quick to rubber stamp him and say, come on back. Not that they're going to relitigate all this, but I think it might make his road to return a little more painful for him mm. because here comes another Jay, one. this is here. Let me jump in here. By the way, I don't agree with that. Here. I just asked that question. Jay, this is this is never going away. Right? I don't think it is. So I don't know what happened between him and him and her, right? I don't have any idea. But I left out one detail. He paid her three hundred dollars. No matter what he paid her. No, no. I, the reason I bring that up is because her fee was one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I saw it. I saw that. I she took right. three hundred dollars in cash from him. To me, yes. it sounds like a prostitution here, transaction. Well, it does. Well, well, here's the deal, right? This is never going away because it could conceivably happen, right? But now it looks like a money play. You late in the game. Right, yeah. mm -hmm. two, two, just weeks before I come back. Now you jumping up with a new, 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 new group, right? Now is and this, a new attorney, a new attorney. Now I want to know why he's not let, with Tony Busby. Says this is this because you saw the payday? Yeah. The word on the street is how much they got. Mm. Is this mm. that now? Because you have to think that this will not be the only one, right? This may never go away. Some of this has to do with. Everybody in the world knows how much he got paid. Yeah, that's it's facts. It's, Super. it's guaranteed cash out there. Yeah, right. It's public knowledge. He cannot. You, he, you don't want he here. And it's this, guaranteed. Let me tell you. Yeah, how, he don't right. get it regardless. Let, let me tell you how I'm coming at you. Right. Yeah. I'm coming at you like this. Oh, you don't want this dirt in the news. You don't give me some cheddar. Yes, you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, you are. Especially now that he's. So you don't know. You don't know what's extortion now. What's not extortion now. No, you're right. This right. game is. This yeah. game is going nowhere. What's interesting to me is I want to know. I, I hope somebody interviews Tony Busby today, and here's why I say that: Did Tony turn down this case? <laughs> yeah. Because Tony took everything. Yeah, I know. So if Tony turned it down, which I'm not, I'm not saying he did. I'm just yeah. I'm saying yeah. if that's the case, then he must have known something about her that made her less credible than the other. You women. would have yeah. thought because once you saw, he had the bag, he had everybody, right? So why would you just not and, jump here's in the thing. here? Why, what is the downside? I always people. Why would people say that? What is the downside from saying and uh, giving an allegation? What's our downside? No. If it's not going to court. She's Jane Doe. She's Jane Doe. Her name's gonna be not going to be listed. She's not going to have any sort of public outcry. Who, no, whoever there is none. There is no downside. Do, now that doesn't mean it's not true. Not but, mean it's not here. but it definitely don't mean it's not true. There's no risk for that there person. If, no if it risk. is not true, right. there's really no risk. They just say, okay, well, we didn't win. Yeah. All right. 
All right, I think yeah. we chewed it up for as much yeah. as we can on that. Uh, the bottom line is, unless new information comes to light, he's playing in week 12. Yes. Uh, presumably, he'll he'll start against the Houston Texans in Houston. It's you, just a mess. Script that. It's a mess. Yeah, week 13. Just want to make 12 sure. Game, game 12, week game 13. 12. Yeah. All right, Browns quarter poll awards. There's six of these, right? One, there two, are six three, of these. Four, five, six. We have one unanimous. All right. I thought there'd be more. And it's the first one. I'm and it's the first one. So let's get... The format out of the way you, easy. You I asked you guys to submit your awards. awards. We got uh, three answers. And then if there was a tiebreaker, me and Anthony well, decided yours, you, yeah. the fourth. So for first award through five games, who's the Browns MVP? No and question. this was an obvious this answer. No question. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was totally graphic. No it was question. Nick Chubb. No there was no <laughs> second choice. No there was no third Is there, choice. If you had to well, pick no, a second no. choice, who would it be? Ooh, now that's, you know, that should have been the question. Right. That should have been. It's like Nick question. Chubb's the MVP. Here. Who's the number two? Well, number two. Who's your number two? Guy? The number two is. is I think there's. I, I think yeah, there's. You're a, say what I, I hadn't really say. thought about it. You but know what? That we can't think of. Somebody no, I got problem. somebody. No, I got multiple I got guys. I, I, I could pick. Uh, the candidates to me are Amari oh, Cooper. Pick one. Both guards have played great. So I, yeah. I would pick Joe Batonio. Pick one. Yeah. I, I would say I would agree with you. I would go with Joe Batonio. But I got to tell you, I'm gonna come that's your MVP. Yeah. I'm gonna come. You got a problem? I'm gonna come exciting. I'm gonna come different. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, give me Jacoby Brissett through three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> through 55 minutes. Yeah, 55 minutes. First 55 minutes, Jacoby Brissett. His three interceptions he's the, he's all the came last, last five minutes. Give me that. First 55 minutes, he's the the goat greatest. Last five minutes, he's the other type of guy. So here, <laughs> so here, so if I'm Stefanski, take note of that. Yeah. Says it, 55. We're going the other way. Yeah, run it. We're going the other way. No away. throwing after That's 55 minutes. Who would, your, who would your, I mean, Joe Batonio is not sexy as an I MVP. Think Amari Cooper you can make a case for. Now he's had two games where he was invisible. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's a shame. And That's, we've only played five. If you can, if you can, if you have a trouble saying the second first best player, that means the first player is that dominant. How He's about carrying Njoku? your team. Njoku's been... I, I think you could make a case for Njoku, Kareem Hunt, Cooper, Batonio, and Wyatt Teller. Okay. We will talk Njoku yeah. coming up real quick. All we right. do have a super chat before we get to the next one. Super chat. Regardless, D. Watson has to be better going forward. He put himself there. I will cheer for him because he's a Brown. UCSS is the best. Appreciate you, Wood Dog. All right, award number two. You can two. separate. Again, you could separate. I don't have to love Deshaun Watson to root for him as a player. I know you can. Yeah. I'm having a hard time. With I that. hear you, but I'm remember, like for that. everybody telling you you shouldn't root for the Browns, the Browns no, got that's... probably 45, 48 guys who were good guys. See, yeah. even with that said, right? Uh, even with that said, the the problem for the public is this: hell, we wasn't there. We don't know what happened. No, we right? Don't. We don't. But we don't know the truth. We just know there was a trade. We just know it was a trade of people, I, I, and you don't know what happened. Yeah, no. right. But we know that there were 26 of them. Right, there, there are 26 people um, that, that made some that made some accusations. Yeah. Yes, and right. that's that's right. Yeah. That's all we can that's say. That's where you know my level of, you know. It's hard. It goes up. And we're not saying it did bigger. not happen, but we're not saying it did because you we don't, don't know. know. Nobody knows unless we don't you're know. in the room. Go ahead. We What's got five more two? awards before we get to Dequell, yeah. who's laughing at us as we uh, <laughs> through these. Dequell, Man, you, you better worry about who Maryland playing this week. <laughs> was three different answers. It was the biggest surprise so far this season. I'm going to read you the answers. The nominees were A. Ethan Pochich, B. David Njoku, and C. The collapse of the defense. <laughs> Say that again. We had. The polls Collapse come in, the production team decided on a winner. Let's see how the voting came out. Your winner of the biggest surprise to the first quarter of the season is Ethan Pochich, the third string center. Wow, no that was you, Who has that the was fourth me. highest PFF grade of any center. You know, it's funny. I was going to mention Ethan Pochich as a possibility, he, too. I, you guys are so – you missed it all. You, you got everybody <laughs> missed it. I didn't even I'm sorry you missed it. it. I, you know what? 
Yeah. Jay's answer is actually a really good answer. I didn't I, 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 I think that. it was a great person. answer. It, it, I, I no, thought it was a great it answer. wasn't, but it's the biggest surprise. Yeah, yeah. We were it talking is. about this defense being Fair. the top-rated defense in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. If the if if the top-rated defense would have showed up, shown up, we would be five and zero. Yeah. But they've been invisible. In fact, they haven't been the top-rated defense. They've been the most maligned defense in the NFL this year. Without question. Well, yeah. And, well, and that, to me, I was is watching, the story of the season. I was watching PFT for a little bit this morning. Chris Sims was basically laughing about the Browns' defense, about how bad it is. I've heard several national yeah. conversations yeah. where they actually turned to laughter. So, so yes, sad. I your answer is a good answer. I, I, I was looking at Pochich, too, which is funny. I didn't think anybody Because we, we talked about J.C. Treader, remember? Yeah. J.C. Right. Treader. It hasn't Harris, mattered. He's Harris done a good job. Harris down, and, and we were like, what, we, who we got at center? Right. And I have – he just – Bill Callahan, they might want to give him a he lifetime is the contract. MVP. They might give him a lifetime oh, deal. Great coach. They, Unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's the best old line coach out there. He I, has these dudes, and it doesn't matter who it is. Position coach, group yeah. coach. You can say it in the NFL. Yeah. There's nobody that does their job better at coaching a group of players yeah. than Callahan does. He's just Crazy. incredible. Yeah, I mean, Jedrick Wills uh, is the weakest link of the five. Yes. And he's not terrible. And he was. Just, and by the way, we're going to talk about this later, yeah. but. It's time that we put the Andrew Barry draft picks under the fire. No under doubt. The microscope. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. There's some bad ones. And I'm going to make that point for tomorrow. I'm going to make that point tomorrow for next week. We have it. Well, yeah. in, in, in our fourth award, I'm going to make that point mm, that okay. it's time to start looking hard at these picks because quite honestly, right now, I know it's early for this year's class. Yeah. We don't know. We don't want to make any long-term, you know, deals here, but I thought the previous regime was better at picking players. I, I'm going to look at it over the weekend and compare the okay. last two. And they traded for some big players. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Next week, we are going to get into some player development and the player selections because there has been some development issues as well, especially on that Browns defense. Award number three, we also got three different answers. The question was the most disappointing Brown so far this season. We had Grant Delpit as a nominee. We had Denzel Ward as a nominee. And we had Joker as a nominee. So wow. we put our collective heads in the production booth okay. together. We awarded the gold medal, and the gold medal, and I'm not sure you want this gold medal, goes to Grant Delpit. <laughs> you guys you guys are all lost in the suit. Yeah, when it comes to ties, you guys are no longer Actually, able hold to on, break hold ties. On, hold on, hold on. How is Grant okay, Delpit on, wait, a bigger disappointment than wait, Denzel wait, Ward? Wait, wait. The podium does not equal the result. This is a moonlight situation at the Emmys. The most disappointing was actually Joker. Delpit okay. did not mean to win that. Uh, Anthony and I and but Earl wait, had a little communication Wait issue. a second. So they... they, they the podium they, what was they wrong. did was yeah they yeah. changed it no but yeah. you guys are still wrong the answer is obviously Denzel Ward he's been no. awful I don't think so Denzel Ward's been awful he has been awful been... but I don't think he's been as bad as JOK I think he's been worse but JOK JOK is a young player who we weren't sure how good he was yeah but Grant Delpit Dequel, even less Dequel said he expected this young man to have a break I know but Denzel season. Ward was already a pro bowler this is kind of close a multiple time pro bowler this, he's been this, horrible this, this is close this is close this is close, this is close. This is close. I don't think and it's you know what another bad thing for the team <laughs> we can't figure out who sucks the most <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> game the game well, like, I just don't know how it's not Denzel Ward he had the highest expectations of the three for Denzel the problem is that he says such a high standard yeah and to this point he's played under the standard right and yeah and, and, you know he's played under and I, I and I I hate to always do this I, I I never do this I never equate what you got paid I hate doing that too I don't I do hate that, that right because yeah. they're two well, separate listen, they're two with, separate with transactions the big paycheck however the big yeah, but, however but, but I will say <laughs> I separate them because they're, 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 it's just a way of doing business but I will say your performance level 
has not been where we expected it right. to be and has caused yeah. a problem. Yeah. Now to the JOK side, I'm lost. I am too. Because I, I like I thought you was a player. I never saw that. And I'm like, uh so then I'm wondering now, is it not that JOK doesn't have any talent? Or to your point here, there's a slogan at Ohio State football, right? We have a thing that says develop here. I don't think anybody over there getting developed well, at I all. I think they're using him wrong. Well, you I, I don't well, think you're getting developed at I, all. Hold on, hold on. I like yeah. that bull. I like how to use them. I'll ask. I think when you get to Quell in here, to me, they should use him like Troy Palomalu. They should use him as a guy who don't have very many kind of a flex safety. Yeah, he don't have very many uh, uh, responsibilities. He ain't got all these keys and reads. He's a guy that is a rover, a guy that can the ball. go get the ball. You right here, sideline to sideline. He doesn't. You shouldn't have him with responsibilities because when you see him and you look at the all twenty-two, he's light. And if you're light and indecisive, yep. you're in trouble because if you get anybody yep. on your body, right, you're done. He's done. He's not getting off that block. Remember no. the movie The Replacements? Did you guys see that with yeah. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. And then on defense, there was uh, what's his name? It was the director. He's a uh, oh my god, dude. Opie Cunningham. No, 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 no. The guy who plays the linebacker. He was oh my god. He's the big director. He's in the Marvel movies. He's Iron Man's assistant. Man, you watch TV. Uh, yeah, he does watch TV. What's that? No, 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 no. I can't. I can't think of the guy's name in real life. John Favreau. John Favreau oh, okay. yeah, plays yeah. a linebacker in there. And Gene Hackman, who's the coach, goes, Danny, I need you to get me the ball. Get me the ball. Danny's like screaming, get me the – that should be what they're doing with well, JOK. Well, get me the ball. Well, get me, get me the – do what you got to do. Attack this, the quarterback. Do whatever. This is what I'm troubled about JOK, right? And I get what you're saying when you get the body on him. It's hard from the shed. I, I still go back to the play last week, right? I don't know if you guys remember this. Eckler's running to the inside, right? He's, he's playing linebacker position, mm-hmm. right? Now, I guess the scheme was him to go to the outside and cover the outside, right? At some point, why are you standing way over here when the action – I mean, he was so far to the outside. He, like, you know where near the action. It happens a lot. It, it's and clear I, on this team that, J, that the coach thinks that this team should be able to read and react – like and be able to kind of figure dissect all on be the, on field, the same page and they can't be they can't they're be. not capable. So you got to switch it up. Yeah. But the bottom line for me is Denzel Ward had the highest expectations of all these guys. Yep. Yeah. I think they've that's all the, been equally bad and problem. Denzel had the highest expectations. And, 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 so that's why I picked and, it. And, and, better the last two weeks. We got three more words. We got to get through. Well, right. That's why I didn't go with these. Ward because yeah, I thought the last two weeks. I thought last week he was much better. But the week before I thought I it's almost like would you said this. Would you trade personal funk? Ward, would you trade him? He's untradeable. I would not. No, he's untradeable. His contract's untradeable. Yeah, his probably is, but is I wouldn't trade him right now anyway. I, got, I need him to get Based back Based on, on the player that he's become this year and what they're going to pay, second highest paid corner in the NFL. He's got, he's we've seen him be good. Right. I'm not yeah. ready. He should I'm, be good again. I'm not, I'm not ready, yeah, yeah, I'm not ready to move off of that. Right, we got to run through. We got these three more yeah. we'll bring back to Quell. Next was best rookie and Jay. We had two <laughs> answers here. Someone voted for Cade York, but we had two votes for Take it, Steve. It's got to be Martin Fourth Emerson. round pick, Martin yeah. Emerson. Yeah. Yeah. He no is question. so no far. Who, you pick Cade York? I picked him. That's funny. I would have guessed Jay picked Cade York. No, I just love Emerson. I he's been great. Emerson has been the star of the defense so far for me. Yeah. I, oh, no, no. Emerson Emerson, Emerson is, uh, and this is hard to say, he's he's better than Newsom. But Newsom was really good last year and hasn't yeah. been this but, good but, this but year. Emerson, Emerson, Emerson's been their best offensive back without a doubt. Emerson is big. He don't give up plays. No. And when he do give up a play, he's next to you. Yeah. 
Yeah. He, he, he in the mix. Yeah, like, he's not been really good. He's not out of the picture. That yeah, looks I, like an excellent pick right now. By does. the way, so I said I would bring up the draft. So, yeah. so here was, and, and it's only been five games. Here was the 2022 draft class. Martin okay. Emerson, hit. Yeah. Absolutely. Alex Wright, we liking him? Looks useless. Yeah. Oh, no, Alex Wright is terrible. A, a dog. He, he, they let him go free, and they just, they, he's yeah, self-checked. He's, not, he's a zero David right Bell. Now. What do we think, David Bell? So far, he's uh, been a zero. Zero. He's, he's a, no, yeah. no impact he's whatsoever. He's a zero right and now. I, and don't tell me that rookie wide receiver, I see rookie, rookie wide receivers tearing impacts. up the league everywhere. Yeah. Perry on Winfrey. Oh, zero. Uh, dog. Dog. Yeah, Cade York. Yeah. Jury's still out. I think I think he's going to be a good one. <laughs> now, to be I mean, fair, he's, 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 yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. Jerome Ford. I don't know. Uh, we have played. Played. I don't know. To be fair, uh, I Michael mean, Woods. It's only been five games. I know. But, but Michael Woods. He had hamstring. Isaiah Thomas. Dawson Deaton. None of them. Yeah, the only guy we're excited about is Emerson. That's those, it. those other guys are late draft picks. Those are always crapshoots anyway. I mean, third rounder. But for everybody life. was like, well, we drafted Ford you, you to replace can, Hunt. There. You, now, you can look at last year's too. That, listen, yeah. I almost did that, but I didn't want to take a <laughs> Some of those guys topic. haven't played. Ford but, hasn't played. I know, but so here's the deal. I'm watching other teams, yeah. and I'm hearing, I'm hearing this. Sixth round pick out of sure. UCLA. What an addition he's been yeah, to this yeah, What a surprise. Fourth round pick out of Nebraska. A huge surprise. Yes. We don't have that. I would say the only thing on Ford is he's not going to have an opportunity because they got great bats right now. No, I understand okay. that. The even jury's if he's, out on some of these guys. Right. Even if but Ford on is, some of them, with our eye test no so doubt. far, I'm like, how did he get drafted? I, I, I the defensive linemen both stink those two kicks. Right? Perry on Winfrey? I thought Ford was going to return kicks. I, that's what I thought he was yeah. going to be too. Uh, Jerome Ford's hurt right now, technically. Let me, yeah, he's hurt. Let was he? Uh, so me. he was inactive the last couple of weeks because of an injury. He got hurt in the Atlanta game. At okay. The first kickoff. Uh, let me go Atlanta back. Okay. Where is, is there? Is there Dearness Johnson sighting? Is we have no Dearness. Who? He was guys. The reality is, you don't need those guys. We got you great backs. When you three and two, you need. I mean, when you two and three, you need everybody. No, but they're not two and three because they're running backs. When you two and two, you need everybody. You get your hands on. Stock was high last year. Togi, Togi, horrible. Horrible. Elliot, terrible. Yep. Schwartz, we don't milk box. We don't even know. Like Schwartz. they got a lot of them. Schwartz is coming up next. Schwartz we're is gonna do a whole next. deep dive into Andrew Berry now. I promise you it is on the list of graphics <laughs> yeah. we make. Because Tuesday this genius credentials need renewed. A big deep dive. Okay, this next award, three different answers. It's the holy crap he's still on the Browns wow, award. Three different answers. I three thought this was a slam dunk. <laughs> we had a vote for Greedy Williams. Yep. And I just see Jay's face. Jay just said, Holy crap, he is still on this team. We no, had a vote I, I for know Jacob he is. Phillips. And we had a vote for Anthony Schwartz. The production team put our heads together and take it, Steve. We had also forgotten that Greedy Williams was part of this team. Anthony Schwartz, after running into the tackling dummy this week, was top of mind here. Can you show that on, on Tiger? Yeah, we'll show, we'll show it when we get to him. But, yes, Greedy Williams. I mean, all three team. are a waste. I mean, that, and that Greedy, a second-round pick. They traded They traded again. Jacob Phillips was a high pick, too, wasn't he? Anthony Schwartz is here because he's fast. He's a wide receiver, but he can't catch. He's here because he's fast, but when we decided to run a jet sweep two weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, we ran with tight end. To our tight end. <laughs> Why did they think Schwartz was going to fumble the handball? Why is he here? Well, all three of those How guys should be gone. Here? All three of those guys. I've sold. already made my case on Schwartz. I said I said in preseason, I'm like, why are we holding on to this ring? He just. This is a classic example of the GM. He got it. Refusing to look in the mirror and say, I might have got this one wrong, uh, and you hold on for dear life. That's the GM doing the Jesse But Jackson. I can argue that with all three of those. Although he didn't draft Greedy Williams. Video, by the that, way, Steve, that was the take GM doing the Jesse Jackson. Play. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. If you guys didn't see it, yeah, no. check it out. Schwartz couldn't get through. Watch this. Catches the ball, 
Damn. <laughs> Bro, he can't get through. Damn. He can't get through. <laughs> Look at him pushing. It wasn't a regular. It was like, come on. Let me in. Let me in, guys. Guys, stop playing. Let me in. He's like <laughs> he's like the little kid and, and the big bully is holding his head while he tries to run and Look, you know. this see this guys, is, he's an NFL player. He's a grown man. No, he's no, a, he's, a, he's not an NFL yes, player. Yes, he is just getting a paycheck from, from an NFL player. That's a grown man yeah. paying taxes. He can't get through, he can't get through the dummies. dummies. Come on, bro. Look at him. It took him one one thousand. Watch. Two one thousand. Three one thousand. Even when he's halfway through, I think he gets. Oh, uh-oh. watch what he gets through. Watch how he da- da- dodges the next one. Oh, watch what he gets through. All the moves. He, he's slick now. He's he all the moves. The ball. He's real slick too. He threw the ball in he the end zone. He spiked the ball after the video got my cut off. My gosh, <laughs> this is so. This is my oh problem. My God. All right, we got we got one more. Yeah, right? let's get, we got last one real quick, I, and it is the <laughs> best play of the year that's award. Crazy. That's funny. Jay that's funny. and Bull gave us the same answer, which is the winner. Wow. But I want to give G. The credit. He said the Browns have been so bad there shouldn't be any play of the year to nominate. I, I don't I don't remember so anything of noteworthy. Oh, of yeah. Well, when you, when you hear this one, you're going to remember it. You were on the, the air when it happened. Game winning uh, field goal against yeah, Carolina. Yeah. You went nuts. Uh, I did. Uh, I, I, Everybody my, did. That was we a all great did. moment. I, it was. It's been pretty much downhill since. I, I, I said there was no play. Of the, the play of the year was Pickens one handed catch against the Browns. It's the best play I've seen this year. <laughs> <laughs> He should have got the award. I got to give it you to him. You know, I think, I think what we can take from this exercise, it's very simple. Yes. Nothing's we unanimous. We could not name a second MVP. Chubb, and who, by the way, is our most underutilized superstar. Yeah, 17 He cares. touches the ball about 20% of our offensive plays. So, we all agreed on that, but then we, we couldn't come up with a second MVP. Like, who else do we have that's valuable? Anybody? The, the, when it was the most disappointing, we all had different disappointments. With players, with, you know, biggest storyline. I don't know. We were all over the board. We suck. Yeah. Well, I hate to say it out loud. I, I, but won't, I won't hear. I won't, I'm not saying we suck. We're going to bring DeQuell in. Let's bring DeQuell in the mix. He's and he, he's been chiming to get in here. So DeQuell. <laughs> oh, man. You see, hey, him, you see him in the jokes. I, I can listen to you guys talk about this all day. I've been laughing my ass off. Uh, so much so I had to have a, I had yeah, to have go a get it. Take a double. Oh. Take a double, bro. Take a double, you got, bro. You got a drink to talk about the Browns. Bro, what's up with you? Oh, man. DeQuell, what's up with the double, bro? What's up with the double, bro? You see the dude in the I mean, what is yeah, this? Yeah, I saw Stop that, man. He, he, I mean, you, it, it looked like he, he had never done the gauntlet circuit ever <laughs> in his life. And when we're in week five, you know what to expect. And somehow you can't get through it. It took you, what, three seconds? Oh, That's embarrassing. You immediately go to the, the, uh, the inactive list that day. You're, you're inactive. At, at that point, you're after active. two seconds, I would have faked a, uh, a, a ankle injury or something. My hamstrings, oh, my leg, Dequell, my if you, leg. Dequell, if you were playing, if you were playing, if you were on the Browns right now, and by the way, we could use you. We really need you at linebacker. It's a lot of, it's a lot we of issues there. We could use Dequell on the field right now. Uh, I, don't, I don't even mean prime Dequell. I mean, you right now are probably better than anybody that got a linebacker. But yeah, if, if yeah. you were playing, if you were still on the Browns, and you had seen you had Anthony Schwartz do that, what would you have said to him in the locker room? Like, would you have been busting his chops? Or, or I'm, I'm, you know, side chatting with other guys. Is this is who we, we have to depend on? He can't, yeah. he can't get through a, a tackling circuit. He's a dummy. <laughs> this, this isn't a real person. 
It's a gauntlet circuit you've done since high school. What are we yeah. doing here? Are we really that bad? But yeah, it, you know what? If I saw that, I couldn't talk to him because I wouldn't have anything nice to say to him. No. You know, I'm going to try to, you know, it's, it's artificial that's embarrassing. He is AI. Absolutely embarrassing. The tackling dummy is a better football player than Anthony Schwartz. I think that's what we've learned here. The, the, well, let me so ask guys, you this. I, okay, go ahead. Let me get to this. Like, um, J-O-K. I was just about to say that. When I see him, oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> Take oh, another shot. Oh, he had, oh, no, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. he just no keys, <laughs> no like no gap, no like he takes false steps. He like he, I just don't know. I was thinking he was gonna be something else. Do they gotta move him to like a bandit position or a rover where he just kind of just run around and tackle people because assignment football is not gonna work with him that, that I see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. And right now, when I watch him on film, first and foremost, I think he's playing out of position to, to for starters. He they had him playing the Sam backer. He should never. He's too light. He he doesn't play well with offensive linemen using his hands to play that Sam position. That's the that's the first issue. The second issue is he's undisciplined. He has his fundamentals. His fundamentals. He's hopping in place when the play has already developed, and he's relying too much on his speed. He's not being coached up on the small little detail things. And that is going to, no matter how much talent you have, what type of physical ability you may have, if you play undisciplined, you're just going to get lost in the sauce, man. And right now he's not showing any progression. And I had a lot of hopes for him going into this season. The first issue, I, I, I realized it when, when Anthony Walker got hurt, I'm thinking, okay, JOK will be primed for this role to finally take that next step in terms of being a communicator, in terms of, you know, being that leader, stepping up to the challenge, and he wasn't. He's not a full-time starter. He comes off the field, so Jacob Phillips is the guy that stays on the field, which is the problem. But in terms of JOK, I'm actually – he's playing terrible. And for what I thought he was going to show this year, man, he's taking, he's regressed a lot. And no, no wonder they had to go out and get Deion Jones, the guy off the street, or trade for a guy to come in – that has some experience, that understands how to play assignment and fundamental football, he's all over the place, man. It's embarrassing to watch. It really is. is that, I went is back that, and watched the game and watched him solely. Told you. He's not reading his keys. He has bad eyes. He has he bad do footwork. He doesn't okay. do anything good, in my opinion. Okay, so, oh. Dequel, you, you see there's some there's some personal skill sets that we think he has, right? We see that. Mm-hmm. What we thought. Is it because he's just not being developed over here? Because it has to be obvious. Anybody who coaches at any sport at any level, a guy that has talent that has to be coached up because he's getting worse every week. Yeah. <laughs> every, yes. And here, the other thing, that, let me tell you what the other teams are doing. And, and this is a basketball guy telling you. They see it on film. We're going mm-hmm. to him. He the weak link. <laughs> right. We're going to keep trying him because he's going to give right. us a break here. Right? And every time they go yeah. at him, I don't know. I don't, I, so I I don't know if it's, it's him. Definitely. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know what it is. So what would you do? Listen, with I, had, I, I had a coach named Billy Davis. He was probably my probably the smartest position coach I've ever played for. And he realized I, I was pretty good at dissecting plays and watching film and trying to, you know, picking up tendencies from the offense. But what he realized was my first step, I would drop step. And he was like, listen, oh, that split oh, second is going to either – Either um, um, 
either going to miss a play or you're going to make a really big play for us. And if you, if you can work on these things, your career just continue to take off. And he drilled my ass every day, all day, the entire group. We had these shoots. Basically, these shoots were like they, they were chest high. And literally, we would have to run five yards, 10 yards in these shoots just so I could stay low. So I'm mm. fundamentally sound. I don't know what they're doing because a lot of those, there's not one linebacker that doesn't take a false step, that doesn't, that isn't just flawless in terms of, uh, you know, just playing the linebacker, yep. At, yep. you know, to its core. Footwork. They footwork. Footwork just- is everything from a linebacker standpoint. And if you don't have it, I don't care how fast and how strong you are. You're just gonna, you're not gonna be able to make the plays that come to you when it when it presents itself. Is he salvageable? I think. Listen, right? What he does do well, he can cover. And I think you have to put him in positions in nickel. You know what? If there's a tight end uh, that could pose a threat to your your linebackers you need to match him up he's not a blitzing guy he doesn't do what you have to either blitz him give him one responsibility or he's covering a tight end or 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 some slot receiver for that matter but he doesn't play zone that well uh he, you know what he he's he's average when it comes to zone so coverage you, so you tell man me coverage your, and pressures that's what he does well you tell me your star linebacker is a specialty guy now Yes, he's a specialty guy. He's he, exactly he, he right. He's a one-dimensional specialty guy. And I would even take him out of the linebacker position. You safety. have to mix him up. You, you, I would you, much prefer to see him as a safety cleanup position as opposed to <clears throat> D-line and linebackers. You have to be gap conscious. And if one guy jumps out of gap in front of you, the I linebacker saw, has to be smart enough. I saw to, it against Eckler. Yeah. yeah. To, to be to be honest with you, this is where I talk about creativity with coaching staffs, right? If the Browns were smart and creative, they would create a, a, a totally new defense. Yeah. It wouldn't be something you would see everywhere else, but you would have JOK playing like an outside bandit backer. You probably should stand uh, uh, Jadavian Clowney up, and you don't have really good enough defensive tackles to be penetrators, I would tell them your job is to make sure that these dudes can't get to the next level. I'm a, and I would make the, the, those secondary guys, the tacklers and Miles Garrett and my and, and Jadavian Clowney might rush ends where they rush, but they don't have the personnel for a three, four. And that's the re, or four, three, excuse me. And that's why they're yeah. getting gashed. La, yeah. Hey, 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 hey the quill. And we all know, we all who have played know this, right? You have some coaches that they can only coach inferior players, right? That is true. Right? They do yeah, well when you got an inferior true. group of players, right? Because they but get you the most give out them, of them. You get, you, they get the most out of them. Yeah. You give them some talented players, they can't adjust their game to the talented players. They can only do this little thing here. And what I see here, because I'll use Loxley in, in Maryland as an example. He got easy, lesser easy. players, but he's getting the most out of his people over there. No doubt. Not ain't no gonna doubt. win no games, but he getting the most hey, out of easy, people. Easy, man, easy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said, but when I look at Stefanski and his group, right, we have all these supposedly talented people. We underusing Chubb. Yeah. We're underusing Hunt. We lost on on uh, 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 Amari Cooper. We lost on. They tell about David Bell. Is, is, is my, David Bell side? I, 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 like, I don't think that's all fair. I, We're not no, no, let, here, here, Chubb. here. Chubb's this, lead, like second in the, in the league in carries. You, you're missing my point. He my should po- be first. My, my point back. is, you have a dog, yeah. right? 
And I don't care that, that what I want to do in this playbook says I'm going to spread around 100 different times. Well, 100 different times not going to work. But the Browns' the, problem is the defense, not the offense. No, the offense the, is playing the, well. No, the problem here, you're missing my point again. Yeah. The problem is your thinking. You have to be able to adjust on the fly what G was just talking about, what the club was just talking about. You have to be able to adjust to what the situation says, not what your book says. i like, okay, this is what I got to do to win here. And I got to use this dude and this dude and this dude and this dude here. He ain't he's not doing it. So now he's going to the sideline because I can't blame a linebacker. Maybe he's a safety guy. And by the way, by the way, Miles Garrett don't even look like the same Oh, my player. God. No. Well, he's still injured, I think. I, I think this car crash, listen, for him to come back when he did, I think he's, he's having lingering effects of it. And I think he was probably in a position where he felt like, man, I got to help this this unit yeah. out because they're not playing well. At least if I can be in the lineup, I can be somewhat serviceable, serviceable yeah. even yeah. if I'm not 100% healthy. But to, to, your, to your point, Brad, I think it's time to start sitting, guys. You got to make some noise if you're Joe Woods and say, you know what, JOK, you're not helping this team. You need to go sit down. Or we're going to – or we'll see what happens when Deion Jones comes in, who's out of the, the rotation. He's so, played all right. He's, you know, you, start, you have to start making adjustments that way so you get the attention of the other guys. Denzel Ward, listen, I, I, I love Denzel Ward. I think we all do, but he's been playing like crap this year. Not only in the passing game, in fire zone coverage, he's letting coverages cross his face. It's just day one stuff that he's doing. But the other the other thing I've realized, they're putting him in running and tackling situations. Oh, Two weeks in a row, down in the red zone. Low line. He's to the nub side. Teams are folk making him play run, and he's not. That's, that's not, not his thing. That's not his thing. And if we see it, you think Other Bill Belichick see it? see it? Yeah, that's the fear. That, that, that play was that play <laughs> on the goal line to quell where you have – Free players. Denzel Denzel Ward is the outside force player. Right. Not only did he get caught inside, three other people got caught inside where on where one tight end sealed mm-hmm. the whole corner as Eckler walks in the end zone. To me, that 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 is the that is that is middle school. That's middle yeah, school. It is. It I, is. I, I've never seen a team, a professional team. Like that, and, and you said something too, and, and and maybe you can shed some light on this. See, sometimes as players, when your coach don't let you be who you are, right? When 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 they keep telling you we're gonna play this defense and it's I, I, and it's soft as peanut butter, I and, just said and, that. and you just but <laughs> it, it, it strips you of your ability and your will yeah. to want to go play. And what I see is. A bunch of people that's on the field saying Man, we're this. in it. We're in this weak defense. This we, ain't happening, he don't right. put us in position to be aggressive. And you talked about that earlier this year because I, I first time I ever met you, you came on here. I said I used to hate y'all's three four. <laughs> I, I wanted the Steelers three four, not the Mangini three four. Right. That three four right. is different. I hated it. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen. I, I I think right now they have to be able to shake things up. They, they, so here, here's what's going on right now. If you're in that locker room, if we're talking about how bad, how poorly this defense has been playing, the coaches are harping it. They're harping it to every every single snap, every single walkthrough, every practice. They're over coaching right now. And it takes a veteran with experience to understand, listen, guys, just do your job. And the issues that's happening is once team starts to get rolling and let's say we get a 14-point lead and we give up a touchdown. Now guys are looking next to each other like, oh, man, I got to be the one to make the play. 
And now what happens? You start jumping out of gap. You start playing undisciplined. And then it's a trickle effect. And, you know, it, it's they have to get it fixed. They have to because right now, Jacob Brissett is playing winning football. The offense is playing winning football. And if, it's, if, this, team, if this team is going to be able to withstand, you got to go out and win this week. You know, this schedule is picking up. And it's going to be – if this defense doesn't get corrected very soon, this thing could turn very fast. And when that happens – you're going to lose that lock that defense. Oh my God. You're going to, uh, I call it checking gangster. Guys are going to be out there remixing calls, doing whatever the hell they want. Remix. And it's wow. going, going, from, going rogue. It's going take, Bernie really take that. Take that. When Bernie was on yesterday, he told us his last play ever for the Browns. He drew up in the dirt. Take that. Take that. <laughs> and it Listen, went for I, a touchdown. I've done it before. And it went for I, a touchdown. I've done it before. Dequell, I, when think I knew I would. Go ahead. You know, these Go ahead. guys have been going crazy and. They've been killing the Browns, deservedly so. I'm usually a lunatic when it comes to the Browns for the past 12 years. And I've been, I think, the voice of reason trying to keep people calm. They're still only a You're game the voice of reason? I you know. believe that? I, I mean, it's impossible to believe. I've never been the voice of reason, but I have been the last two weeks. What the hell? But I'll tell you this. As calm and as positive as I've been the Browns, if mm-hmm. I don't see Joe Woods change something up this week, and if they lose this game this week, I am going off on Monday like you have not seen in a while because there is no excuse. Their run defense, like, I get it. They don't have the best talent for a run defense, but there's no excuse to play this poorly. If they do it again this week and make no adjustment, no life, no energy, no aggressiveness. No, but the run game has been... The run game has been embarrassing the defensively yeah. the last After two the weeks. First half. Yeah. And right. what what right, the, that's the last did, two weeks? Yes, but that's yeah. why I said after the Falcons game, they found the Browns cheat code. And all the, all San Diego yeah. or all the Chargers did was look at the second half of but, the Falcons the game and said, "Guys, we can run on the these reason as much as we want." I give them a pa- I gave them a somewhat of a pass last week is because at least with the Chargers, you got to worry about their quarterback and that's going to lead to struggles in the run game to some Fair. degree. Where this week, there's no worry about the quarterback. I mean, Bailey Zappi, give me a freaking break. Here, Even if it's Mac Jones, here, here's the, here's they the, better turn. They better show. And it's not just Joe Woods too. It's the players. The show Falcons some pride in life. The Falcons quarterback was Marcus Mariota. I, they didn't I have to worry you. about him. But that's one game. Here. And then the Chargers. Oh, it's okay. second game, but they got a great quarterback. Here. Third game, that's the end. Quill, here's the problem. Here's the problem as I see. You're five games into the season. A number mm-hmm. of preseason games. You're, you're you're regressing. You're not getting better, right? The players are starting not to buy into it. You start to see less hustle plays. Yeah, hustle all the yeah, time. That's it. That's indicative that's it. in any sport that something is going sideways here. Yeah. Right. And the players yeah. know there are people out there that can't perform, right? So if they right. can see it, why your coaches can't see it? And 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 the well knows this. The only way you get people's attention is to lop somebody's head off. Right, so so if, if if Denzel not getting it done, guess what? Get well, him out there. There's another, way, there's another way you can get someone's attention yeah. is go out and trade for someone an hour after a right. terrible loss. They did yeah. that, and, and they did that. Um, uh, McNuggets is telling me right now in my ear. You know, we can't. We can never show Brown's video. We can't show practice video, but. McNuggets has just told me that we flew a drone over Berea to get to, to, to find out what the hell's going on over there. This yeah. is high production stuff. To do we have do the we video ever, in? Never underestimate well, what we can do. I need to <laughs> analyze this video. Dequel, tell us what the hell's going on. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, now what the hell's going on here? Look at JOK. Now, now watch the ball carrier. 
What the hell's going on? Wait, is that what, the ball what's carrier? Happening here? We got, we got, no, that, that's, that's actually JOK. He's running circles on the practice field. Oh, no, that makes sense. Anthony Schwartz can't even break through these guys. Can you fix this? There's a, there's a guy on his back right now. It looks like our defense in, 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 the, in the black right here. I love the caption oh, on the God. video. Struggle is real. Look, look, 23 years of patiently waiting. Hey, man, <laughs> he, he said that, you know, I, I just did it. I just did a video. If y'all want to watch it, you got to check it out on the barbershop. And, and I, I so eloquently put it. I have footage of every single Browns coach since 2000, since 99. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you run that footage of Kevin Stefanski in his post game, and you run that same footage of Mike Patton, Pat Shermer, Rod Chizinski, uh, 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 what's your boy? Uh, Freddie, Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens. Yeah, you. Hugh Jackson. It's all the same. They're all the same people. It's all the same. And here's the, I, I made I made what do you mean? It's all to say they're all making the same excuses. Or no, they're all saying it's, it's going to be fixed. No, it's, it's the reason why they don't never learn from other people's mistakes. They don't learn from their own mistakes. And when you go through and watch these cut ups, I kind of compare it to like, you know, pulling Excalibur out of a rock. People say, what are you here? You go with that analogy. Everybody has heard about the Cleveland Browns since the beginning of time. Everybody wants to know about the, the history, the helmets, Jim Brown. We are a flagship organization. Everybody wants to prophesy about getting the Browns back to who they are. So they go here. They come in having good intentions. But when they get here, all they care about is pulling the sword out of the rock. I want to be king. I want to be known as the guy who who brought us forward. I want to be known as the in, in the person who got the Cleveland Browns organization back. But then they don't understand. It ain't about just getting them back. It's about how you go about doing it. And so they get here and start to go the opposite way. Instead of playing to what you got, it all becomes well. How can I look the best? How how, how, how can I look the best? But I, gee, again, and, and Dequell, jump in here. I I don't know. I I think lumping Stefanski in with all those other coaches is unfair. Why? Why? Because Penal same penalties. Well, I agree. Well, I agree with well first of all, those coaches all lost a million games. They didn't come. And none of those guys had winning records. Stefanski's Kevin Stefanski with bad quarterback play generally. This is outside of the la the final two thirds of the 2020 season from Baker. Basically, bad quarterback play from uh, subpar quarterbacks of Baker and Jacoby has won more games than he's lost. So, so hold on. The offense is not the problem. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's all about Here, the defense. Here's what y'all. Here's what y'all yeah. missing. Kevin Stefanski is not the head coach of the offense. He's the head coach of the team. Okay, you're right. No, hold on. So hold on. So if you think I'm right, yeah. If your defense can't do anything right, he is responsible for the defense, and who's coaching it? If he can't get it done, he got to go. Yes. Special teams. If you can't get it done, I'm sorry. I fire both those guys. But but my problem is Stefanski is operating as if he got all the time in the world. This is the best team, the most expensive team, and a team that has a window. He's operating like he's on a three to five year program. Ain't no such thing as a three five year program. I operate on the sense urgency to, of today. Now this is this is my problem. And here, Stefanski's not above getting catching the heat and smoke. He not right. Let me tell you something. Yeah, but there's a difference between catching me, no, smoke no, and no, comparing no, him to no, all these losing no, coaches. No, no, let me tell you something. Yeah. When you come from a winning organization, the standard is here. It ain't here, right? They don't have Everybody, a winning organization. No, the problem is He's that's part of the problem. It. That's part of the problem. Yeah. The culture. It's led by the dude at the top. If the dude at the top is soft on it, the team gonna be soft on it. I'm gonna just tell you this. The stuff I see week in and week out, I'll speak for most Brown fans, it's irritating, 
right? It doesn't change. Don't tell me how smart you are. It's about the it's about the culture you establish from the beginning. And the other thing you got to do as a, as a professional coach, you have to hold people freaking accountable. I don't care. And the day you don't do that is the day you lose the ship. Jaquel, I'm I'm a little bit more patient. I think Kevin. I think it's unfair to to, to lump. Kevin Stefanski with everyone else, knowing everything that he, I understand he has the talent on the team, but he's winning with arguably a guy who no one expected to play this well. So he's, and he, Jacoby Brissett is playing winning football. The offense is playing winning football. I think we have to give him a little bit more time, right? Because right now he's trying to, he, 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 he has a groove. He has, he developed the rhythm with the offense. Let's give it yeah, some time. Maybe he's, in the, as the weeks pile up, you know, he's talking to Joe Woods. He's he's going to make the necessary, um, you know, whether it be a firing at the end of the season, whether it be someone else being promoted, you're going to have to shake things up at some point, either during the season or during the bye week or in the offseason, because right now this team is underachieving with the payroll they have on defense, right. with the guys they have on paper. They're underachieving. Yes, I get it. But he fixed one problem. I, I'm a little bit more patient with him because he's he's proven he's 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 had this team win football games and under his tutelage while he's been there. So I'm a little bit more patient. I think it's a little bit unfair to to, to, to lump him with everyone else. Right. I'm, I'm going to give him a little bit more time. Well, here, here's, right. here's my issue, Dequel, and I'll just tell everybody this. Mm-hmm. My standard of winning is different. Mm-hmm. I've been on winning. I know what winning yeah. looks like. This ain't winning. Yeah. This is just surviving. No, but that's I'll, all it is. I'll jump in. And, uh, 500 football is surviving. And, but nobody yeah, Brad, Brad, yeah. to that point, I understand that we're all we're You're all right in the serious. long term. Yes, but, but here's what I would say. We have seen the coaches that Jimmy Haslam has brought in here. We know what his track record is at hiring coaches. I think with Stefanski, he stepped into one. He got it right. Now, if you hire enough of them, <laughs> the, the odds are eventually you're going to get it right. <laughs> I do think Stefanski is the guy. I wish he would be more global than micro with the offense. I wish he would be the head coach who is heavily involved with the offensive philosophy and game planning, but not calling the plays. Give but Jay, that that's just the way no, all I, the young coaches do that. All of them. They don't. They do. The vast majority of plays in the NFL are called by the offensive coordinators. No, it's been that way for not with young coaches. It but is. all the young coaches. No, all but the young no. coaches call their own plays. No, all they of don't. them. They don't. Brad. Can you name don't one that doesn't? They don't. Can you name one that does? I, every young coach, Brandon Staley. I can Brandon go Staley does not call all the plays. For yes, the he does. No, he and, and your guy in Cincinnati doesn't either. Yes, he does. The offensive coordinator is calling plays No, he there. doesn't. Zach Taylor calls the plays. I, I, I read last year at the end of the year that the yeah. offensive coordinator was getting heat because they thought that some of the plays early in the first half weren't good. And, and he was taking the heat for that. I, so, I I never saw that. And Zach Taylor, as far as I know, calls all the plays. Help me, Dequell. I don't know what percentage of offensive yeah. coordinators are calling the plays in the NFL. Yeah, I think the, I thought the majority of them were calling the plays, and the head coach could delegate between offense and, and defense. And Those, that's my point. That, that, to me, is the recipe for success. And that's the that's the model that mo- – there's an offensive coordinator position for a reason. The Browns have saying, an offensive coordinator. And I do like his offensive mind. What I would like to see Kevin Stefanski, clearly, yeah. you're saying the problem isn't the offense. Well, it's not. that's because he's so heavily involved with it. If right. he wasn't so right. heavily involved with the offense, he could be more involved with the defense and, and right. start you helping. You think Zach Joe. Taylor is involved with the Bengals defense? No. 
He's not the head coach. He damn well better be. I don't think any of the young yeah, coaches are. I don't think yeah. Andy Reid's that involved uh, with the defense. Well, 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 he's involved yeah. in, in so – You think Mike Tomlin's involved with the offense heavily? I so doubt it. No. I, well, you're wrong. But what about Bill Belichick? When, when I was, he's a defensive When guy. I was in when I was in Indianapolis – go, go ahead. Go, 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 go ahead, DQ. Yeah. When I was in I, Indianapolis, I walked into a situation of a winning culture, right? And it was all new to me. And – not Eric Mangini, but Chuck Pagano was the head coach. Yeah. And what I realized quickly, you know, let's say we fast forward to the season. What I realized quickly, he wasn't the offensive coordinator. He wasn't the defensive coordinator. But he spent time Mm -hmm. in meetings, walking from room to room, talking to guys. Are we comfortable with the team? And he was delicate. He worked both rooms. And I realized he empowered his his offensive coordinator. He empowered the defensive coordinator. And to me, Mm -hmm. he was able to focus on the smaller things like, you know. Can't be on uh, that. Can't be down in the weeds. Bull, I hope he is. And I'm I mean, sure we don't know he is involved in the defense, you know. but here's my ultimate point. As the CEO, as the head coach, as the mayor, mm-hmm. if you spend all of your time over here, Something gonna suffer. then yep. this right. sheep is going to go wild. They're gonna okay, well, the, the defense flock. played great last year, so that's last year. Bull, I mean, Bull, I don't know what to tell you. I, I the think second you, half of the year they did. I, would I think you guys are criticizing won. him for something that most coaches do. I'm not do. being overly critical of Stefanski. I'm yeah. not. I'm with you and I'm with yeah. Dequell. I think we have the right guy. I yeah. think that his infrastructure needs corrected. I think he needs to be the guy. And, and you know what I thought? And I, I can't prove this because they would never tell us. But I thought the turnaround in the defense last year, just from the outside, I, I was assuming that Stefanski's getting more involved in the defense because it was everybody last year after week eight, everybody was fire Joe Woods, fire Joe Woods, get rid of him. Also, maybe he's doing that now too. I don't know. Well, but did the results look like they did the second half of the season? Maybe he thought, okay, I've got that ship right. Now I'm going to go back and put all my energy into the offense. I'm just saying head coaches get fired for bad defense too. Yes. So if you want to ignore the defense, go (laughs) ahead, but do it at your own peril. when When a head coach walks into your room, you know right now, oh, I need to play better because now the attention is on us. That's yes. all it takes. But the, the head club, coach to routinely go, yeah, go, sorry. go for it. Don't you think Kevin Stavansky's probably done that at some point in these last couple of weeks? Yeah, but I don't think now he needs to do it more. Whatever his, to Jay's point, yeah. whatever his infrastructure was before, obviously he, he he's calling the plays right now. So it takes up a chunk of your time. Throughout the course of the week, you're explaining the new uh, game plan Wednesday up until Sunday. So you don't have time to go, you know, during meetings when the defense is meeting, you don't have time to work the room. Now you need to figure out a way. Maybe it may not be this year because you're so heavily uh, involved with the offense. He's going to have to show up and delegate some of those calls, some of that responsibility. That way, to Jay's point, he doesn't get fired. Because, listen, if your team doesn't play well, regardless of whether your yeah. offense is playing well or your defense is playing poorly, you can get fired. Regardless it, it, if you're not it, winning games. all the so time. I can change I worked, I worked for 10 years uh, in, in corporate America as a, in management. I managed 12 to 30 people, give or take what they are, right? And I'll tell you what, when you have those quarterly reviews, you sit in front of them directors, you're accountable for revenue, <coughs> attendance, mm-hmm. promotions, demotions, production. production. They're going to tell you, I can sit here and say, well, I got eight of my people 
they're in the top top 50 in the company. Yeah. They can say, that's great, Garrett, but what about these four right here? What's your action plan for these four? Have you met with them? Did you sit down but with them? But you guys are saying all these things as if you're assuming he's not doing that. Here's the, I, I think that doesn't make no, no sense. The I don't think he has made no time to do speak, it. Right, and Dequan just hit it. The assumption is made because we know what time it takes to come up with the D offense, instill, install the offense, drill the offense in all week. If he's spending 80% of his time on the offense, again, he's I, cheating the defense. I, I would seriously doubt that he's spending more time on the offense than any other head coach or than most other head coaches <sighs> are spending with their side of the ball. Why would you say that? Because all the young coaches call the players. Has a stat. What, they just all stat do that. Like? There's, a, there's a few that stand out to me. Well, maybe yeah. Mike Shanahan, because he has a really good – and uh, not Mike Shanahan, Kyle, uh, his son. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers, because D'Amico Ryans is so good, he can spend most of his time working in the offensive uh, – uh, working with the offensive team. Yeah. So, like, Bull, every day when you're yeah. the signal – there's no way a head coach would say, hey, offensive coordinator, you implement the game plan. I don't have to talk in front of the team every day, and I'll just call – make a have a call sheet, and I'll just blindly – you know, call a game. It doesn't work like that. You have to spend all your time with that group. Right. I don't see it unless you have full autonomy in the defensive uh, coordinator that he's he's a, a, a leader. He can motivate these guys. Right now, these guys need a different voice. They need to know the pressure is on them. They need to be motivated because right now you, we're, we're treading on thin ice right now. If these guys don't start playing well, what are we going to hear? Mike, you, Woods, you need Agreed. to go. And then ultimately it's going to following Kevin Stefanski's shoulders. What are you going to do at that point? That's that's my biggest question. What's up, Mike? So I, I did a little research, and I should have done this earlier this week or last week, really, when we were talking about it. How many head coaches do you think call plays on offense? I would say it's fewer than 10. Anyone else have another guess real quick? I, I don't know how many, how many head say, coaches are okay, actually. I'm going to say six. It doesn't matter how many of the total. It matters how many of the offensive coaches call the plays. Well, I'm saying, how many head coaches call their own offensive plays? Just call it, Mike. Oh, probably less than 13. Out of how many offensive coaches? Well, there's, well, 12, there's 32, 32 NFL head well, coaches and 13 teams. But not all 32 players. are offensive guys. No, I'm just no, saying. Of course 13 not. Mike Tomlin calls the defense, doesn't he? Yes, but I'm just saying. Of the 32 head coaches, how many You can't say 13 of 32 when they're not all defensive guys. No, Mike Tomlin doesn't call the defense. Mike Tomlin does not call the defense. He's a defensive mind. Nor did Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy was right. a defensive-minded head coach. Tony Dungy was I, – I covered him for four years My, before he got yeah. fired. I watched how he operated. Yeah. Tony knew that his defensive coordinator was the defensive specialist. Even though Tony was the mastermind behind cover two and did all these great things as a defensive coordinator, at the head what coaching I'm saying, level, he used to tell the media all the what time. Tony Dungy I'm also did, coaching what the What Tony Dungy did is irrelevant. The young coaches are calling their plays. They're also That's going for it all the time on Mike, fourth down. How many, how many of the uh, – got to look up how many – it's 13 out of 32 is a meaningless stat. It's 13 out of how many of those coaches come from offensive backgrounds. That's I'm, what we need to know. I will look up the defensive so, side of things. But so I just here's, think it's so worth here's, 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 of the NFL's head coaches are calling their own here's players. Here's the contradiction. the defensive ones in. So here's probably the half the NFL coaches are Probably running. more than half of the offensive but watch coaches. This. But, but the way football works is this. You're not going to have a defensive. you got to think about this. You, Kevin Stefanski played defense in college. Now he's an offensive coordinator. Yeah, that he's, happens a lot. By he's the been way. an offensive coach but, for a decade. But, yeah, that what, happens a lot. But what I'm saying to you, yeah. Bull, is don't you think that those people that co co cover defenses for a living know what the offense is running? 
They, they have offensive okay. minds, too. Well, then let me ask you this. What do you guys want? You want him to stop calling plays? No, yeah. I, he's no, doing a great I, job. Since you asked the question, you I'm going to give you, give you the answer. That You ask what we want, that's what I want. Yeah. I want you to be the CEO of the team. Yeah. I want you to right. trust your people. Right, and if you what does that mean, though? No, tell, no, don't here. talk in generalities. No, 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 say what you really mean. Uh, he is the here, CEO here, of the say, team, so. and here, he gets blamed here. for the defense I'm, struggling. I'm you when he was calling plays last year, and the defense here. was playing well, you, nobody you, said I, he had to be the CEO here, of the team. Go ahead, go ahead. Here's the story: the CEO of the CEO of the team is the person that organizes everything. I don't need you to be down. But he is doing that. Here you go. You want to let me? Let me finish. Well, I got the answer to your question, by the way. So the CEO, hold on. Mike, as the CEO, hold on, Mike. Yeah. And the CEO, you yeah. cannot be down in the weeds in, a, in one single room. You got to be across the board. You do. You have to trust your people and empower them. And if you find out that one of your people can't do the job, they got to go. To your point, they Brad, have let me to ask go. you this, Bull. What's yeah. more important, offense or defense? Offense. See, that's the problem. That is the problem. That is the problem. The correct answer is the correct answer is it's obvious. They're, fit, they're, they're equally. No, They're offense is more important in this NFL. So if you're number one in offense, but number yeah. 32 in defense, how's that going to You're play more out? likely going to be a better team as number one on offense and number 32 on defense than you will be 32 on defense or one uh, one on defense and 32 you ever on heard defense. Well, you say what to that? Defense win championships. No, yeah, not, 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 no. Defense is not defense, guys. Guys. So defense travels. Defense can play in any yeah, weather. Yeah, defense you know, uh, rain, you uh, weather affects offense. Defense don't win championships anymore. Yes, it does. You just saw Aaron Donald win one. Aaron Donald won one. Play. Oh, he did one. No, but in, in time, historically, and I know the game has changed. Not recently, but historically, and it, I don't think anybody's going to argue with this. Defense wins. Not defense. anymore. Defense. There's no reason that defense they say. That. Mike, give us the number. Give us the number. Four NFL coaches call their own defensive plays. Mike Tomlin does not call his own. How many? No, I knew Mike didn't. How? So that's yeah. seventeen. That's more than does half Alex, the league. Does, and by the way, I, I think it's tricky because I know there are some head coaches that because they have veto power. You might say that they call their own plays. Like Andy Reid, if he wants, and they're down at the goal Andy line. Andy Reid does call the plays. Andy Reid can easily Andy Reid calls and, and, the Andy plays. Reed, the article I just read says Andy Reid calls 75% of, of the plays. Of course he calls and the plays. He doesn't call every play ball. Here's Maybe the thing. I don't know he doesn't call every play. And the quest, How many don't teams know are actually winning? Is he counted in the 13? The quest. Belichick. Uh, he's one of the four defensive coaches. No, no, no. Is he one of the 13 Andy Reid, yes. counted as calling? Yes. Hey, because here's what I consider calling plays. You're calling everything. Well, how That's do you your know job? Right. That's Same. your job. Andy Reid calls the you plays. Call, Stefanski calls the plays. Am I wrong? Yeah, I agree with you, Jay. I agree with you, Jay. The quill uh, explain to the group why defense travels and wins championships. Please tell them why. Oh, but here, here's the thing. The, the game, when you're playing for, for years, Peyton Manning, right? I'll give you that example. Indoors, he was awesome. When he had to travel to go to New England and play outdoors, that ball is different to catch and throw. And guess what? The game shrinks, and it makes it – it makes it an easier game for a defense. Slows down and too. listen, fast rush travels, uh, really great run defense travels. I get it. The league is set up to pass the ball down the field. Yeah, I sell, get it. We're enamored with that, but I'm going to always stick to a top 10 defense. And even you know, if you have one, the last one in Tampa Bay, right. the defense without is great. Tom Brady, the Patriots have right. zero defense championships. Zero. Wait, what? Patriots have zero championships without Tom Brady. Zero. Oh my God, Duquel! Please educate would, the man. Early on, I wish I was in the studio right now. That's insane. <laughs> if they didn't have Tom Brady, they would have won a championship without Tom Brady. Look at their first couple of championships yeah, with Tom yeah. Brady. Brady was just a, a guy. 
He was no, just he a wasn't. Look right. in the rookie yes, he year. Was. Yes, he was. To quell, it was Bill Belichick's defense that was keeping them in game after game after game. Their defense was fantastic. Bull, you can name more guys defensively on those teams or those early championships than you can yeah. offensively. You can. I mean, that should tell you. But that should the court, answer you your question right there. I saw well, most of the teams that have won championships in the last 10, 15 years have won with great core. You can't win without a great so, quarterback so, so, anymore. No, I agree. Can't. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, that's fair. I that's agree with that. That's part of the formula, but you damn well better have I, a great defense. But I think you don't have to have a great defense. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I've seen, I saw. Nobody I saw, has a great defense. Saw, There's no great defense I saw the greatest. I saw the greatest team offensively on the face of the earth yeah. and Tom Brady and Randy Moss. And I watched the Giants they come didn't win down. It. Oh, oh my God! They lost one game the whole year. The come on! But they were in the Super Bowl. I watched up. the Giants lock them down. They didn't lock them down. down. Come on! They didn't lock really? them down. Really? They, 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 the they, they won on a free play. These dudes I'm, was getting fifty touchdowns. <laughs> I hear you, but they lost one game yeah. the whole year. That's hardly a bad How many example. times? How many times has the number one offense won a Super Bowl? McNuggets, look that up. I'm looking it up, and we're going to get into uh, the comparisons next. from years ago and now are different. Yes, defense well, used to win championships, not anymore. When the well, the Bucks, the Bucks, when they won two years ago with Tom Brady, defense. that defense was defense. absolutely yeah. Spectacular. But if they didn't have Tom Brady, they wouldn't have won. Yes, and you're right. The Patrick year before Mahomes that, his team sucked with that Super defense. Bowl. They Go sucked ahead. with Jameis Winston. You're right, DeQuell. That Chiefs defense. When Patrick when, Mahomes won his Super Bowl, his defense played lights out. That's right. It, you DeQuell, need can't just are, DeQuell, are they in the Super Bowl without Mahomes? Oh, no, 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 no. you need a quarterback. You're proving my point. But he doesn't win it without great You're proving my point. I said what's more important. You said offense. And the right answer is both. You got right answer. You got to have. Both. You got to have all, no, all these. The quarterback is the most important thing. How did Deshaun Watson do? Great quarterback. How did he do? Facts. Okay. What? He went to the playoffs two so, out of three years. How did he do in the playoffs? I, wait, Jay, I, I have a stat, and we're going to move to headlines. Yeah. This stat puts this in perfect context. There have been seven times in Super Bowl history where the number one offense has played the number one defense. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In those seven games, the defense is 6-1. and one. Absolutely. <laughs> it's an irrelevant stat. I'm taught how many times in the last 10 years. It was a fact. Football no, 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 DeQuell. I'm saying it's football, changed in the last. He's never going to admit that it's not that he's look, not right. So look, let's just look, move on. Look, That's ridiculous. Never... I admit when I'm wrong all the time, well, Jay. Well, that I said the... you guys unclog your freaking ears. I've said it's We're changed in the last decade. That. We're begging I you to said, do that. So who what... cares what happened 30 what years ago? Is that What's more times... important, a great defense or a great quarterback? What's more important right now in the NFL? Both. A great defense. Both. You can't get off the fence. You got to have one. No, you don't. You think. No, 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 no. First of all, here's the Go problem. Ahead. First, it's obvious it's the quarterback. It's obvious it's the quarterback. History proves you wrong. The defense is a 
it's hard and it's harder to keep. First of all, there's are, there are no great defenses. Who's got a great defense? Nobody. Great is relative. Great would be the number one ranked defense. And seven times in NFL history, the best offense has played the best defense. All right. you, you guys are not listening. And the to best me. defense won. Six it changed. I'm saying I'm not talking about I, history. I get, defense get, used to matter I, I, more I get, than I, it does now. No, no, I agree I, with that's that. That's all I'm saying. I, 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 I understand that the, that it's changed. I yeah. understand that the passing is different. I understand the rules are different. But in football, there is there are fundamentals that never change. It's about if you catch the ball, can I tackle you? Can I not have penalties? Can I execute? Do I get turnovers? Right. Those are universal okay, laws. Sure, G, but would you, right now, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes and an average defense? Or a great defense and a middle of the road quarterback. But, but Both. What, what, what I'm saying to you, you is, no, I'm what, asking what, you one or the other. But, you had but, to choose. I, I would, I would, I would take a quarterback. Of course. But here's the thing: if you have the quarterback with nothing else, you're not going to win either. I agree. You can't have nothing you else. Won't win with an average <laughs> defense <laughs> and, a, and a, the best quarterback. Yes, you will. You won't. The Chiefs didn't have a great quarterback that year. They played well in the Super Bowl. Minute, they the didn't Chiefs have a great a, defense. The Chiefs' defense when Mahomes won the Super Bowl, they, they played great. well in that Super Bowl. They played, they played well, well in the playoffs. But they the weren't playoffs. a great defense the whole year. They weren't right near the top. But they, you, have, they, you only have to hit your stride at the right time. All it takes is once you get into the postseason, yes. how well yeah. do you play? You look at the great Peyton Manning teams that won. What happened during the, that, that playoff run, ultimately winning them a Super Bowl? The defense showed up. I can't pick one other, other or the other. You can't – you know, listen, I'll say this. Well – in the last probably 10 years, the rules have changed so much so the yes. offense can have so much of an advantage. Exactly. And you still can't equate to the number one offense just automatically, you know, you're going to win a Super Bowl if you have a number one offense. It just yeah. doesn't work because no, you need I'm, both. What I, I don't but know my how point to, is, Dequell, that when you had mm -hmm. those great defensive teams, like you think about going way yeah. back to the 85 right. Bears, those great giant teams, those great Raven teams, right? You're not. I don't think you can have a defense because of the salary cap and the rules. I don't think you're going to have defenses like that ever again. The best defenses in the NFL now are not anywhere close to what those defenses yeah. were and can't make as big a factor. That's how I see it. Is that fair? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that point. But let's be fair. Yeah. The rules have changed so much. You can't hit guys across the middle. Exactly. That's the, what I'm saying. You, you, but, you know, the passing, the, the roughing the passer but, calls. They're making it almost impossible. They're making it yes. very difficult yes. for you to so come out and be a dominant, inferior defense. So I, I get what you're saying. It's just this this conversation would, would take, could take three days. I don't even to, know how we got down this road. Yeah, yeah. Headlines. <laughs> headlines. Like, nobody's going to change. Before their mind. we go, we that. before Let's we move headlines. on, does anybody want Stefanski? You guys want Stefanski to give up his the play calling? I don't care what's going on with the offense. He need to fix the defense. Here's what I want. He needs to be less involved with the offense and way more involved with the defense. That's what I want. All right, yeah. but we've proven that more than half the head coaches call plays. That's a fact. I uh, tell no, thirteen of 17 32. of thirty-two call plays. No, no, yeah, that's but we not don't true. know. Call plays yeah. either on offense or defense. Yes, that's what Mike said. Seventeen. Right. Well, yeah, offense or defense. When we're talking about that, we're talking about offense. Thirteen of the thirty-two coaches call the plays. And here's the thing: I don't catch next topic. Comparison. Head, headline, it's a fact. Headline, 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 it's a fact. More than half the teams call their plays. That's a fact. Dequell was gracious enough to send us a headline today. I'm dropping bars with my headline. Yeah, we, we tweaked it up oh, a little good. bit to fit, but let's take Dequell's headline. I like where he went with this. Dequell, if you'd like to read it. Browns, <laughs> Browns deflate Patriot spirit. I love it. Browns break Belichick curse. I, I see what to, you did with I, deflate. 
Yeah, yeah. For people <laughs> who know, slick, you know, I had, to, I had to get some get back. That's a big syringe no, that's, you got. That's really good. That's a big needle. I miss that Tom. Hey, that's because the great Bill Belichick's a mediocre coach without Tom. There you go. And if you guys Dequell did catch the deflate gate football, so he's That's a little more right. relevant. You should have got that big bag. That's that, very appropriate. When you caught it, Dequell, did you say immediately something's wrong with this football? Yeah. No, I had no idea. You can't no tell. It, it was it was the it was the equipment guys. They probably had more idea than I did. Yeah. It, it was so freaking cold. Um, <laughs> I was listen. I just wanted the ball to put it on front of my mantle, and so I can sell it when he goes in the Hall of Fame for yeah, a million right. bucks. Yeah, Where is go. it? Is it is it there in the room with you? No, I don't have it. He never got I it. I do oh, not have oh, it. Because the, the NFL, the NFL yeah. took it. The NFL investigated it. They investigated everyone around the circumstance except for me. They never called me, never reached out to my agents. You should, you should call back to get your ball back. Give yeah, my ball back. Oh, believe me, I, I've tried. Okay. I've had private investigators. I've had my agents use their resources. Nothing. Gadell's no one told me Goodell's going to have a family member sell and, it on And the Quill, when you call back, oh, yeah. oh, when yeah. the Quill called back on, on the mobile, they were like, hello? Hello? I can't hear you. Static. Breaking up, dog. Breaking up. Breaking up over here. Very good. Very well, good. thanks, man. We will see you in Cleveland tomorrow. See you, Quill. All righty. All right, bro. See you, guys. I hope he's right. Yeah. I hope he's right with the right team winning anyhow. Yeah. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.